Previously on the Not Valid Sebastian Club podcast. What was that character I was playing? Oh, uh, fact check guy. Fact checker, yeah. This is a fact checker. The favorite man. part about that character is how organically he appeared in the podcast. <laughs> oh, chili dog. Chili dog wants a last kiss too. I'm the fact checker's brother, the uh, fun facts guy. Ooh, Billy was adopted. Somebody ate half a chili dog. Nobody helped chili dog. <laughs> Bleeding tomato juice. Yes, I think chili dog died. Big Bill Bronson, did you eat chili yeah. dog? Well, yes. I did. To answer the question that you asked me. I don't think he's ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So I think what was there was Pokemon Snap and then I think around the same time Pokemon Arena was it called Pokemon mm-hmm. Stadium? Stadium Stadium I have that too mm. it Stadium? also came with uh, an expan <laughs> an expansion uh, adapter to play Pokemon Yellow or whatever from a Game Boy on your TV specifically screen. the Pokemon Yellow you you couldn't plug any other Game Boy game well, into it even though it had the same size. Maybe cartridge. Pokemon Blue and Red? I don't know. I never had those, so... Pretty sure it's just yellow. Well, that's good, because that's one I had. <laughs> boost sales of... Pokemon so, Yellow. what year was this that this was made? Like, 90... Uh, it probably would have been, like, 05. Really? No. no, no Scott. This was N64. That was way too late, right? Yeah. yeah. It must have been, like, 98, 96. I thought it was a little It's still my newest gaming system, so... Oh, I have a GameCube. Mm. No, anyways, no, well, I do have a Game point... Boy Color. That's newer, but I mean, the N64 is cooler. Right, I have an iPhone, so I think that's probably the newest one. Oh, I do have that as well. Yeah. This is album. This is not Bell and Sebastian Club podcast. Can Welcome I to the show. To I'm Richard Scooter Rosenthal. Um, yeah, if you need to sit up, I'm Scott Malkowski. No, that's all I got. And that and that's, <laughs> that's all, all he I got. got. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the show. Pokemon Go Club. Pokemon Go Club. <laughs> It's gonna be it's Goku? gonna be a great Pokemon great week. Goku? We've had lots of great responses from last week. <laughs> Inside joke because I haven't released last week. Oh, I, does anyone listen to the first week? I, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I haven't gotten any emails yet. So the the first episode, I had asked um, whoever's listening to vote, and I it, I wasn't clear on what I was asking them to vote about. But I still haven't gotten any votes. So, but they they have the right to vote, and every vote does count. Exactly, that's what I think. That's your right as an American citizen. God bless America. Love it or leave it. Unless you're a Squirtle. Unless you're a Squirtle, get the fuck out of here, Squirtle. Get out of my house, Squirtle. So this is a this is the Not Bell and Sebastian Club podcast. Uh, it's called that because everything's Bell and Sebastian, but we can't talk about it. Uh, so the point of the podcast is we sit in an album every week and everybody listens to it uh, and then we meet up we talk about it we try to find that common thread we could try to find a theme uh, we try to just dig right in there and see what makes it crunchy we come up somebody comes up with a theme and then we all submit and like try and say something that 
does does with it and i think um sometimes we do better jobs than others i mean it's all downhill from here because it's all you just peaked here yeah i just peaked that's a little little audio mixing joke we like to have fun here anyways guys this week in moderation fun in moderation yeah (laughs) gotta stay safe guys don't worry we're all playing pokemon go we're good we're set (laughs) i mean everybody's trying yeah right (laughs) Everybody's doing something. So should we... Uh, I don't think we should say anything about music that we listen to. <laughs> yeah, just talk about Pokemon <laughs> Go. Um, yeah, let's do it on the theme this week is... Uh, that'll teach you to patronize me uh, was the theme. Um, that'll teach you to patronize me. So we got the albums that we have are um, George Harrison, All Things Come to Pass. Did I get all, all the things must, things must come to Fuck. pass. Yeah, no, that's cool. I yeah. knew I was going to fuck it up. Uh, Randy Newman's Good Old Boys. <laughs> Why didn't I write these down? <laughs> and uh, the Max Levine Ensemble split with Ben Weasel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, disingenuous. Spoilers, it's sort of disingenuously ent- entitled uh, Split. They're all going to get it because they're all going to get to hear the mu- Oh, no, wait. Yeah, they're all going to... Well, they're going to go out and download it, obviously. Hey, guys, go out there. If you're listening to this podcast, go out hey, on for music. iTunes and spend the fucking thirty dollars and then you know listen to the two hours and 37 minutes of music we have ahead of us that we're about to do to be fair the max levon ensemble they have they're on um um what um, quote unquote quote records unquote which record. is a really cool uh donation based system yeah so it's a pay what you want website so um if you wanted to give them nothing you could get their album for free but i recommend you know what just give him fifty dollars for that record. It's like five songs, right? Yeah, it's. I think it's like fourteen minutes long. So it's like fourteen minutes long. So what's for fifty divided by fourteen? Scott, you're just saying you like math. Uh, I used to, uh, but I haven't done Mad Minutes in a while. I don't know what this is. I do it's know what a, DBQs are. It's been a don't Mad know. Minute since I've done a DBQ. Uh huh. All right. Well, let's get right in. Well, let's get right into it. We've been talking for probably 15 minutes about Pokemon, but let's get right into it and listen to... Who wants to go first? Randy Newman. Randy Newman, good old boy. Yeah. Every evening what I do is I sit here in this chair Pour myself some whiskey. Wash my chest. So in the the comments on songmeanings.com for the song Marie, it says Could this be the same Marie referred to in Birmingham? I think we can all agree, yes. Do we bring in an expert from like the comment internet comment reading society? Um, Yes. And then someone named Murty. Um, said this song has my name in it, so it is so cool. Even though I've never heard it. Oh well, uh, but her name is Marty and not Marie, so I'm real, really confused. Maybe a typo. Um, and then yay, this song is perfect because my girlfriend's name is Marie. Dot dot dot. Oh, I don't know what's <laughs> supposed to be implied by that ellipsis. Or your reading of it. Uh, <laughs> This is a really sweet song. In the line and notes on his best of album, Randy wrote that he always thought it was a funny idea that a girl that a guy couldn't tell a girl how he felt without being drunk. Sweet. In the southern way anyway. Mm-hmm. Those are the comments. Okay. Uh, who 
thanks. Who needs ours? Thanks, Gretchen Zadarsky, for um, coming in. She's our expert on uh, on internet comments. Gretchen was here? Yeah. Ah. Randy Newman, good old boys. Just listen to that about some about some South stuff. What y'all think? I uh, yeah, that's cool. I like I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I did listen to this album in the wrong order, unfortunately, uh, the first time around. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Um, but what it's was cool. That like? uh, you know what? Um, it was a little sad. It was a little sad because I was missing out on some storytelling, some through line probably that was going on. Uh, it's cool that it's get, it sets the stage with with rednecks. I think that's a cool way to start it. Um, yeah, I mean, so he had originally. Um, so the the album that I um, that I gave everybody has a second disc that has the original demo, like proposal album or whatever. Uh, it was going to be a, a smaller scale concept album that would cover an event, and it was about this guy Johnny Cutler. And Rednecks sets that up. It still does on the on the eventual album, but he ended up um, going with a more broader thing where he goes into southern history and mythology and stuff. Where originally it was going to be more isolated of this one guy's experience. I guess uh, Randy Newman was watching the Dick Cavett show, and uh, this guy Lester Maddox uh, uh, was on the show, who was a, a segregationist. He was, you know, like a racist politician, basically. I guess they laughed at him. You know, Dick Cavett and the audience did. And Randy Newman was watching that, and I guess he thought it would be an interesting opportunity to analyze segregation and the southern mindset but and i think the whole album sort of like stems from that like it starts off like in rednecks it's from the point of view of a of a southern gentleman who's uh, watching the dick cavett show he gets mad so he goes down to the park and he's gonna write some songs about it and then i just i i interpret the whole rest of the album as being um the songs that that guy wrote what i really love about rednecks is um how it takes a turn in the middle of it uh, the hypothetical people from not the south they could think that they're listening to a song called rednecks and that it's going to be satirical and that they're going to be laughing at these people and um condemning these people but then like halfway through the song it takes a turn where he's like yeah black people are you know are free in the north to still be subject to you know police abuse and uh imprisoned there's still racism in the north like no uh, throughout our whole country like it's still an endemic problem you know like you can't just basically it's calling the north out as well as the south as being hypocrites you know for being like okay we solved it i just did that hand thing you know the hand thing that we solved it hand thing like, you can't just you can't just rub your hands together and say oh now i'm all racism that's randy newman <laughs> that sounds like randy newman from like the 20s or 30s I like yeah him. it's randy newman in the 20s and 30s and the 40s um and i mean i'm assuming a lot of people have the preconceived notion of randy newman that i had which is just knowing his you know toy story or general pixar output and thinking of him as that type of musician and there's really a lot more complexity i think it's a generational thing probably i mean people older than us knew him as a political satirist which is what he was Mm -hmm. um before he started making bugs life three soundtracks and uh that's his best one cars eight that was was that planes and trains (laughs) planes trains and automobiles which is the car (laughs) yeah I don't know. It's a challenging album. 
I mean, the whole thing is trying to get into the Southern mindset and analyze why these people who were pro-segregation specifically were were feeling that way and what sort yeah. of defenses they would use. I mean, we saw this last year when, you know, the Confederate flag thing, you know, everybody was like, you guys should probably stop still flying the Confederate flag because why are you doing that? Well, the reason why is because there's a lot of people in the South um, who have this feeling of Southern pride and heritage that is sort of a part of the culture that um, that he kind of tries to tap into in this. You know, there's songs like um, the Kingfish, which are historical, and the Louisiana um, about the flood. You know, it taps into history. And then there's other ones that are more like folklore-ish uh, because there's sort of a combination of of this mindset that's born out of things that happened 100 or 200 years ago and things that like never happened, you know, but it's all sort of mixed together in that, you know, classic like old south feel. You know, it's I mean it's the conservative mindset. The people who want to make America great again now, you know, wanted to keep America segregated then. It's all mm. all the same basically. Um, not to get too political. Oh. How many Randy Newmans have you caught on Pokemon Go? I've caught um, two, but it is pretty cool when you battle with Randy Newman because he's just playing the piano at them. Yeah, he's pretty good at that. I really think the gesture is going to be missing from this. But the, the, oh yeah, yeah. The you gotta like, get your like, you gotta get your arms. You got a Velociraptor the arms. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you, you guys want to hear a fun fact about people named Newman? Oh God. The uh, fact checker. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, it's the brother out in the war. The uh, oh, this is fact checker brother. Uh, not fact excuse checker. me. I don't know your name. You're excused. Uh, uh, fun fact about people named Newman. Uh, Gary Newman is actually two weeks older than Gary Oldman. Just a fun fact about people named Newman. That was an interesting fact. So I'm going to leave now. So next up. The uh, Ben Weasel, Max Levine, Max ensemble. Levine ensemble split. 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 Bugatta Bugatta is a sound effect, you're saying. I think so. I mean, I think that's what that Screeching Weasel album is called. Ben what, Weasel's kind of an asshole, What is right? it? What do you, when you say it's a yeah. sound effect, what do you mean? It's like a Wilhelm scream? Bugatta Bugatta Bugatta. Or an, uh, an Etoll hit? Like, what kind of sound effect are we talking about here? I think it's more of sounds and not words, but if I was to put words to it, it would be that. You mean like an onomatopoeia? Yeah. So why didn't they just call it onomatopoeia? <laughs> I swear to God that Doesn't album is called Boogity well. Boogity Doesn't Boogity. Doesn't sell as well. Um, B O O G A, right? But, D A, uh, yeah. D A. Should have called it. We should have called it. Ben Weasel doesn't like this new album. Yeah, well, he <laughs> and he doesn't know. like it's... the Max Levine ensemble either. I, well, they actually credited <laughs> Ben Weasel as the artist for the last few songs on it. That's great. Um, as if it was like a willing split but it's I, I know a lot of the not. clips i know a lot of the clips of him on this album are cut together to make him sound like a, you know he's saying shittier things and he probably is i don't i mean but he probably was already saying shitty but things. some so of he, it some of it was just straight there's up no shitty. way for that not to have been shitty and he, also like he was straight up dissing the max levine ensemble. yeah no of course of course he was and it's fascinating because they do sound very similar uh the screeching weasel yes and the max levine ensemble um 
so well they're trying to em- emulate the sound of screeching weasel on this record because mm-hmm. i i i went on itunes and downloaded some tracks from their their other records and they do sound a little different from yeah. this like they made a conscious effort to try to sound more like screeching weasel i think on sure this. well and Especially. also also a lot of the uh derogatory things he has to say about the max Levine ensemble sound like things that his band is doing the you know yes staying out of rhythm and yeah screeching where and. they cite uh examples from actual screeching weasel songs yeah that's funny yeah that's they his took his criticisms and then so. threw his own music behind each criticism as examples and it's wonderful i had trouble finding something that was you know specifically uh patronizing but this is definitely you know that'll teach you for talking shit about me so max levine ensemble as we were saying i mean they tried it's pretty clear to sound uh a lot like screeching weasel they also are often just compared to you know that style of punk they're they're you know if people were to list oh what do they sound like screeching weasel would be one of the first names to come up and it's funny because ben weasel says uh I, my worst fear is finding someone who likes that band and likes my band because then, you know, I'm going to have to get my head examined or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, I think he said they, they would, should get their head, heads examined, to be precise. But yeah. anyway, I will go on record saying uh, I love Screeching Weasel. I'm not that into Ben Weasel's uh, antics or, you know, the persona. Um, he has had a falling out with several punk labels who still own, you know, the rights to a lot of his music. And, you know, there's a lot of butting heads, you know, between him and uh, Fat Wreck. I don't really know what happened with um, Asian Man Records, but they definitely used to have his catalog and don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so did he get his music rights back, or did they still have it and he just can't use that stuff? I, I know Rhesus Records got... Recess records. Uh, yeah. Not, See, this Reese's is why I don't think it's Bugatta, Bugatta, Bugatta. That's Bugatta, Bugatta, Bugatta. It's not Bugatta, Bugatta, Bugatta. Because you can't put emphasis on the right is syllables it, is and it words. Bogota, I'll say it how Bogota? I want to say it. I think it was a relatively amicable split with Asian Men Records because Recess Records has a. A lot of no, no Reese's peanut butter now. cup records, uh, but the stuff that like Fat owns the rights to, like yeah. Ben Weasel does not have the rights to. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, well, like, not to defend him because I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, I I'm a fan of the Max Levine ensemble, and I enjoy Screeching Weasel. Uh, fun fact: uh, so, uh, Credence Clearwater. I, guess I have to get my head examined. Yeah, fun fun uh, fun fact about. <laughs> can I just give a real f- quick real fun fact about Credence? Cl- 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 Creedence Clearwater Revival. Can we stop you? Um, no. Nice. <laughs> this train's already rolling. <laughs> Fun fact train. Straight on to Factville. Toot toot. Hey man. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. They, uh, they lost all the rights to their songs and then they had to write a bunch of songs that sounded exactly the same but weren't the same songs and that's why there's a lot of really exactly the same sounding clearance. Fun fact. Goodbye. Um... Oh, was the fat guy here again? What's his name? Michael? I don't know. Michael. Michael. This this apartment's uh, haunted. I'm a Pokemon, <laughs> Michael. So the, oh shit, it's some kind of ghastly Pokemon. They say plagiarism that they give credit to, 
and respect and then they say all other plagiarism uh is met with no respect and that is disrespect it's in fact yeah i think they do say disrespect Uh, disrespect and that's you know pointed towards uh ben weasel's comments Uh, that was our third brother uh (laughs) he doesn't really have a specific niche no wait no wait no wait uh were you here uh, fun fact, he was not here earlier. He came in. Fun fact, I will say that is correct. Oh, you all heard that door open, right? No, wait. I thought you didn't do fun facts. You did um, fact correction. Um, that would be correct. Uh, stop stepping on my turf, bitch. Um, I think you just corrected me. Oh, God, the irony of ironies. I just, I just, I just stutter. Is that Chili Dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't talk about Chili Dog. No, she's, Chili Dog's dead. We weren't going to talk about, like, we did some horrible things, <laughs> and we're not supposed to talk about it. I know. It's like I know what you did last summer, but it's I know what you did, like, three weeks ago for this weekly podcast. Yeah, which is technically summer, so we're good. Also, maybe say uh, that there is no one in the Max Levine Ensemble named Max Levine. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, they named the band after someone they went to high school with. Yeah, that, that sounds canon from my Wikipedia search. <laughs> So there is no one in the Max Levine Ensemble named Max Levine. We do a lot of great research here. uh, It's fitting with their theme for this album that they would do something like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's also a cover of a Kiss song on there. Cover Kiss song. Oh, which is very catchy and gets stuck in my head regularly. Rock and roll. yeah. To everyone? Is that the name of the song? I think it's called Probably. God Gave Rock and Roll to You. To you? No. They called right. it Parentheses. God Gave and everyone. Rock and, and Roll everyone. to You 3. I don't actually know. I was bluffing. Double parentheses. Shut the fuck up already. <laughs> Max introduced David to various punk rock bands such as Propagandi, Fugazi, and The Clash, as well as turning him on to radical politics. Yeah. Uh, so we did propaganda uh, the first week. If anyone listening remembers, it's like or the week. you can go back, go back and listen to that and see what we had to say about uh, that. I I just quoted the Wikipedia page so that I can cite my. Um, cite well, let's, let's just do, do a blanket citing right now. Here's a blanket citation for every subsequent podcast. The source is going to be Wikipedia, <laughs> most deaf or songmeanings.com. But Wikipedia it cites a lot of its sources, so like that's a lot of things that we're citing. Yeah, so by the, trans- by the, the trans- property <laughs> of citation. But if it is yeah. song meanings.com it's just the comment section nice oh yeah yeah well that that we we hired a professional for that i don't think anything from this ep is on their website well it's kind of a rare one i mean you literally have to go to quote unquote records to to buy uh well it I mean, was, it's like an indie it, it had a, another label and was released as a physical seven inch also oh yeah it's on itunes too actually what the fuck am i talking about a lot of things on quote unquote I'm have bluffing. physical releases are out on labels totally uh, bluffing the idea is yeah, to just but why get the music you... to as many people as possible also. But you could get you could go on there and buy it for nothing. So But some people like me, uh like physical copies. Do you have a physical things. copy of this record, Scott? Not of this. Do you have a physical copy of this no. record, Scott? I don't. It's also really I mean it's mm, fun fact, Scott doesn't have a physical copy of this it's record. It's a pretty rare what limited seven inch uh and I just started. Sorry, that was judgmental. Recently, My job is so. not to judge, it's just for facts. That was your cousin, Judgmental. <laughs> Ding dong, this is Miss Clockman. It's time to move on to George Harrison. Sure, right. George Harrison, all things must pass. <laughs> or something like that. It's probably what it's called, right? Yeah, baby. Chili dog. Oh my god, the ghost Chili of Chili dog. dog. I'm coming.
coming back to get my snacks. Wait, what is Chili Dog? Chili Dog is a snack. What does Chili Dog eat? Chili Dog eats the blood of humans. Oh. This took a turn. <laughs> I did not know this about Chili Dog. <laughs> I'm glad that we killed Chili Dog last time. She can still fuck the shit. He just listens to George Harrison. All things must pass. And it did. It passed. It totally it passed. Took it took a really two, long time. Almost two hours. hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like an hour and 46 minutes. It's long. It's not, not, not this too show. Pass. It's entire I didn't talk Although if you remove Apple Jam, it's probably only about hour and 15 minutes. We're showing sure Yeah, so we got... So it was originally released on... You said on three records? Oh, okay. So there's yeah. six sides. So, yeah, two sides each, so... Um, yeah, how many songs is it? How many tracks? It's like... Close, well, I think it's like 26. Close to 30, yeah. Um, That's just a number that popped into my head. I don't know. You sound like your little bluffer yeah. right now. <laughs> guys, before we get I'm too deep in... I'm a big bluffer. Hey, guys, we're listening to the Beatles, so you know what that means. It means it's time for another edition of Obla D's and Obla Don'ts. I love that part. As always, we're gonna go through a list of some some things you should do, some obla dees, and some obla don'ts. <laughs> obla dee, have a barrel in the marketplace. Obla don't talk during the, the movies. movies. Oh, oh, obla dee, take a trolley to the jeweler store. That's a good one. Obla don't double park. Yeah, that's so. Obla dee, run with your kids in the yard. Obla don't. Not wash your hands after anything that you do with them. Seriously, wash <laughs> your hands. Anytime you do anything, hands. wash your hands. Every time you have hands, wash, wash them. them. Oba, Oba, D, be happy ever after in the marketplace and let's the let the children lend a hand. Obviously, do that. Oba, D, that. Oba, don't. Make eye contact with me when we're both playing Pokemon Go and you dropped a lure module because it's a thing of shame and no one, I don't want you to recognize the fact that I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. So Obla D, let the children lend a hand, okay? Mm -hmm. Obla, don't touch a pregnant woman's fucking belly. <laughs> don't lend a hand to the child. I see. You see where I'm going with this? Hey, yeah. Obla, Obla don't. D, Obla, don't. Hashtag Obla D, Obla, don't. I liked All Things Must Pass. I think uh, some of the, a lot of the songs went on uh, longer than uh, they needed to, and I wished that they would have just wish they would stop sooner. But I liked the overall essence of those yeah, songs for sure, for sure. And when you're someone like George Harrison in 1970 who has that reputation and resources, I mean, fuck it, you can do that, right? You can take as many studio musicians and famous musicians as you want at the time, have them play for hours on end and then release as much music as you want and uh, no one's gonna shit on you for it um which is cool there is a lot of good stuff on there too um i mean the i don't mean to shit on it entirely but especially apple jam i i was struggling to sit through 
because it goes on for for a really really long time uh just yeah. jam sessions yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Big bluffers over there. Um, I... Chili Dog really liked the album. Oh my though. god. <laughs> the ghost of Chili Dog likes the Apple Jam. I think earlier Chili Dog said that um, he or she likes to drink human blood and that's I, what it consumes. I'm a little concerned. I'm watching my arms very closely. Don't I feel like worry. That's the most delicious blood part of mine. Your arms are. You do. I got plenty I of blood on supply. You, the first thing I notice I is you do have arms. very sexy blood arms. If y'all don't that stop whispering about me, I'm going to suck the blood arms. out you. I take pride in my arms. Yeah, you have good blood arms. Thank you. Uh, I think that Chili Dog is probably relating to the uh, heaven and God aspect of some of these songs because... Really? Because I think that Chili Dog would more um, relate to Thanks for the Pepperoni. <laughs> Duh. Uh, you big toy. No, right? that's cannibalism. The, do- the door's locked. The do- uh, I, um, I don't have a key. Uh, I, we just need to pretend that everything's normal. We need to keep talking about this album and, yeah, and, and we'll try to formulate a apple, plan on how to apple, escape apple while we're doing that. Are the people who stood out of why are we still whispering? So I Apple don't Scruffs, whisper. Apple Scruffs were the were the the, the fans that the Beatles had on um, sort of post Beatlemania like proper. They were studio um, groupies essentially. Yeah, they would wait outside Abbey Road and outside of Apple Corp, specifically placing them in the Beatles timeline. The Apple Scruffs were towards the end of it. Uh, they started their fan magazine in 1970, which is, as we all know, is when the Beatles um, split up. I learned that recently, like today. Like yeah, today. Um, let it let it be came out that year. Ringo had two solo records, and the mm-hmm. the other Johnny Johnny Boy, Georgie, and Paulie all had records too. Yeah, all all the Beatles were doing there. Yeah, they? we all did. Yes, we. I'm Ringo. Uh, that's Ringo. I'm a Beatle. He played with me on this album. <laughs> he played with me. Uh, George so Harrison played with my nutsack. I played the drums. George Harrison played me for a fool. What about all those wah-wahs on the on album? The uh, yes. And, and the uh, w- there was talk of uh, the album being a bit overproduced. A little bit. I I didn't fully. I didn't really cotton to that talk. You're not buying into it. Yeah. From my perspective, there's more instrumentation than there probably needed to be the songs are longer than they probably need to be um but fuck it again it's george harrison and he had a lot of shit that he wanted to do that he felt like he probably couldn't do with the beatles so so the, you set up the theme if you want to talk about i mean it's just basically that right That's essentially yeah it's just the idea that uh that his first uh solo album of pop songs, I should say, because it's not his first solo album. He had a couple of instrumental albums before this. Um, mm. But his first pop song solo album after breaking up with the Beatles uh, seems to be overproduced to me, seems to have a huge chunk of lengthy songs and lots of instrumentation and a way of him saying, you know, fuck you guys for suppressing my involvement with this group here's mm-hmm. me as a musician i had some issue uh when i was trying to select an album this week i think well scott and i were texting about it you know trying to find once we looked up the definition of patronizing like we'd find stuff that'd be close to it but we'd be like no nah, hitting the nail like patronizing. right on the head so like there's really that element of tough. um of being falsely nice to someone right too. But also the feeling of superiority which i think we all have the superiority thing in ish 
Yeah, and it's yeah. also the feeling of the person who's been patronized or talked down to. Oh. In whatever way it's done, the end result is is the same. The same. They felt like they were talked but down to, and they the feel exact bad. act, you know, of patronizing mm-hmm. is very specific as opposed to just being downright mean. talking shit. So yeah, like your album was more like talking shit. Exactly. Mine wasn't quite patronizing either. I mean, they were laughing at him, but they weren't. I don't know. I I couldn't even find the clip of what he was referencing. But they, I think they all fall under that blanket that you were going for. Of yeah. oh yeah, no, I I think they all match the same pretty pretty well and pretty cool in different ways so i like this george harrison album uh the only reason i don't like how long it is is because of the precepts of album club that we have to listen to it all the we have to sit down <laughs> together <laughs> so, so you, and sorry, listen to y'all. it all the way through you, you like only... you like that that you have the ability to but not that someone told you to <laughs> no yeah well no, yeah because i'm it's america <laughs> Um, <laughs> so here's here here's the thing. I guess going back to the origin of this is I wanted to start something where we would all listen to full albums because that's what I identify with. I don't like. I never do the yeah, playlist. Yeah, some people or, identify as like male or female. You identify as a cohesive as album. As a cohesive album. Yeah. Not Balance Sebastian. But, <laughs> but not Balance Sebastian. Uh, so I thought it'd be interesting if we all dealt with a full album because people don't seem to do that really anymore it's all about the singles the hits it's all about them shuffle, tracks well shuffling. and it's come it's come back around though because that's how that's the music industry to started too yeah. was was just releasing records of singles right so and that that's like how that was what it was and that and we talked about that last week in the the episode that you've all listened to i was saying that i i, I don't really like most beatles solo records maybe i'll like a handful of songs off of it I'd say this is one of the more solid ones I've heard, like a post-Beatles solo record. Uh, if the Beatles had never existed, I would still probably listen and want to own this record. Um, right. I kind of wish, just for the purpose of Album Club, that George Harrison had released like Apple Jams as like a separate record of like, Hi, it's me, that, jabbing yeah, around. He held back on some of his genius. Mm-hmm. You know, just held back You sound a sarcastic. Bit. You sound sarcastic. <laughs> I like the Beatles. Let's go around the horn. Who likes the Beatles? I like the Beatles. From what I've heard, and I've been judged for this heavily, uh, that uh, I do not find, consider myself a fan of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Now, Scott, um, you identify as a cohesive album yourself. Yes, have you I've, ever I've heard, not heard I, a cohesive I've album? I've heard a Beatles? cohesive Beatles album. Oh, well, then perhaps you should identify as hypocrisy, because thy name <laughs> is that. <laughs> that which I just said. Chili but, dog wants to suck your blood. Uh, okay, watch Scott, my arms. Scott, Scott, yeah, hide your arms behind your back. That's great. I can't find the arms though. So my my um, succulent arms are are gone. So a chili dog monster can't find them. Don't worry, I left. Okay, okay I think chili dog's trying to trick us at the same time that we're trying to chick him or her. You can put your arms back out now. <laughs> chili dog. Uh, um, we'll have to wait and see if the listeners. Uh, can hear chili dog yeah it'll be maybe chili dog's like a vampire you can't hear chili dog on recordings um you know like vampires uh or vampire weekend so if i can't hear their recordings if you hear chili dog in these recordings uh please tell us um i have some fun facts uh, about the beatles uh if you want to hear a fun fact there there are a lot of there are a lot of beatles facts there's like there's like a lot of them like I, I couldn't read for that long. I have an astigmatism. Uh, fun fact: 
Cheryl's taking the kids, uh, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to keep our 2001 Honda Accord, so I think it'll look it up. Fun fact. It seems like anyone can just kind of wander in here. <laughs> oh, I know. And say things into our microphones. <laughs> it's strange how we can't get out because the doors are locked, but anybody can get in. <laughs> Um, no, no, well, that's, that's that was Mr. Clockman. Um, Ding dong. And from what I've learned from editing these podcasts in the in the past, every time Mr. Clockman shows up and then I try to say other things afterwards, I always cut that out anyways <laughs> and just leave it at wherever Mr. Clockman But came share in. this, the, the part where you say that, because that's very... Um, yeah, put it up on insightful. a screen, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if we could just get a screen in this room. Can we have a screening in here? That'd be great. Yeah, if we could just—I just I don't put know. It up on a screen. Guys, if we could just put it up on a screen. You guys want to yeah, have a party? Maybe it'd be better. You know what yeah, you but, need? Well, we're waiting to put it up on a screen, right? Because then it'd be better if we put it up on right. a screen. I think. I just think we'd all be—you know—just everybody be a little bit more comfortable. You, you guys, you guys could use idea. like a projector and a screen. You know what I mean? Like you could have some lights that you throw up on the like. Well, I think what I think what you're getting at and what we need is we need we need a screen. Well, yeah, sort of, sort of. But what I'm going for more is like like we should put it up on a screen. You know. I don't know yeah. if you need the screen, but definitely but, up on. Yeah, you don't necessarily need the screen, but you need to put it up on a screen. Right now, all of this is just like we got a we got a computer, we got some microphones. I think we'd do really good if we had a, a screen. Maybe, maybe well, no, 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 no one's disagreeing with that. What is just what I'm trying to say is that if we put it up on, on a, a screen, screen, then we would do. Do well. you understand? Agreed. Where I'm coming from? No. Explain it again. I just think that we need to put it up on a screen. Like okay, but we have a table here. Is that doing it? No. Speaking okay. of going on for too long. <laughs> well, no, but if we just put this bit up on a screen. Have we ever put this bit up on a screen? That would yeah, be great. I, I don't, you don't know until I you try. Oh, man. Try to... Why haven't we put that bit up on a screen? You know what? I think we need to end this and go find a screen. Ding, um, ding dong. It's time to announce the theme. So uh, the, th- the theme for next week is going to be uh, a band featuring members of other bands. An album from a band featuring members of other bands. An so whether that's a side project or a super group. So the, al- those li- the album so, features that that album like, specifically features someone from another band. Like so are the, you talking about like is... a probably not. <laughs> no. uh, like I mean, there's a lot of bands that are just. Uh, you're talking about like a, as... a like a Black Eyed Peas featuring Common? No, track? no, no, not like for like a, a track or anything. I don't know like, if they ever worked together. Uh, Man, why can't I remember Black Eyed Peas songs? Could we make it broader then and 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 do just side project, like an album that's from a side project, like from a side project? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what that's what I was going. That's for. what you're going for. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the theme for next week is Sorry. going to be I was like a side oh. project. Hello friends, I have just stepped out of the time machine once again to tell you the albums for next week. Many people have asked how far in the future I am, and I can confirm it is the quite distant future. The albums for next week will be Fear of Pop, Volume 1, The Falcon, Unicornography, and Bayo, Sunburn EP. As always, if you want to contact us, if you have any questions or comments about albums we have done or should do, or corrections for things that we surely messed up, we're on Twitter at NotBSPod, our Facebook group, NotBalanceSebastianPod, our email, NotBalanceSebastianPod at gmail.com, and of course our website, NotBalanceSebastianPod.wordpress.com. We even have a Tumblr called Dudes Write Album Reviews if you want to see some older albums that we didn't record, but you're interested in what we thought. The future is wondrous and strange. 
I look forward to seeing you here. Yeah, I might have cut out a lot of us just waffling about that. I just did did one totally for free. So that's going to be the theme for next week. We'll come back around and talk more about the Beatles later because we're for sure going to be listening to some Beatles at record. And because we did, it's time for another round of Oblot Dones. Thanks for listening, guys. I think it should be Obla Do's and Obla Do's. Okay, I think that I've gotten the lock picked. I think. I think. Yo, never get out of me. Okay, no, you got it, you got it. Okay, okay. You're gonna have to use one of your blood arms to open it, though, okay. because I'm not. Which one of you It doesn't make sense geographically. Okay, that was ominous. Okay. Alright, so I got the lock picking stuff. So, okay, okay. Let me, let me redo this. <laughs> let me back up. <laughs> let me back up. I'll pick the lock, and then you push the door open with one of your blood arms. Okay. <laughs> That's the plan. That sounds like a good plan. I'm really scared. I know. I'm so frightened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so terrified. I'm laughing. I'm having a laughing uh-huh. fit. That's what he does. Okay. I'm gonna, That's I'm his thing. Stick. That's his thing. I'm Okay, I'm picking the lock. I'm picking the lock. Okay. I'm definitely not assembling an army of vampires okay. to attack you when you exit the room. <laughs> okay. okay. Go! Ah! Oh God! Oh my God! Two B continued.